What if it's not too late? What if you truly can retire confidently? I'm Telton W. Hall, certified financial planner and best-selling author of The Secure Solution, creating a high-quality retirement in a low-interest rate world. My team and I have engaged in thousands of retirement planning sessions with middle and upper middle class Americans, people like you with their own unique fears and families and their own messes and their own successes. And they have done just that, retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Welcome back, my friends. Thanks for joining me this week. I got a great story to share with you this week. This one's actually about me as a young boy growing up down in southern Utah, just exploring a what we call the dry creek. Technically, a dry creek can have like a little stream kind of meandering back and forth maybe a foot or two wide, meandering along the the bed of this creek. But usually they are cut into the earth. The banks will be like at least four feet high because either there's a tiny little stream in the bottom or it's totally dry, but it's there because when certain areas get a lot of rain, then you get the flood that comes through and actually creates the creek. So this story has actually always had a spiritual significance for me, but this week it has been on my mind with financial perspective and financial meaning. So I want to share it with you. So I was young. I'm trying to remember how old, maybe, maybe eight, maybe 10, somewhere, somewhere in there. And I was exploring this dry creek bed. The walls on the side, they were dry dirt, and they were probably four feet tall. And then the little stream, it would meander uh, along the bottom of this probably six or eight foot wide creek bed that was in, in the bottom. So the sides are dry. The stream was very small. It was maybe only a foot or 18 inches wide, and it would not necessarily just go right down the middle. It kind of always you know, went to the left or then went back to the right. And the sand and gravel, it was kind of a mixture of the two of them that were along the bottom of it. It was just really soft. It was almost bouncy. And so I loved to run along the, what we'll call the dry bank. It was really kind of still moist and damp sand and gravel mixture. And so I would, I'd love to just run along that. And then the, the little stream in the bottom, it might turn and it would come in front of you. So then you would jump and you'd cross over the stream. You'd land on the other side and boom, take off and keep running. And it was a thrill. It was fantastic. It's kind of like if you run out in an open field compared to a, like a hallway, let's say at a, at a school, after hours so you don't get in trouble at the principal and you have a chance to run down a hallway. It feels like you're going so fast when you're in that confined space. It's actually kind of the same thing that happens with a subway. Like the train can be outside and it can be fast. It can be amazing, but you get in the confined space and the wind's blowing and you just you can just tell the power behind this thing even more than when it's outside. So it was that same kind of effect. So I'm running down this thing just Back at that time, my hair was a little more blonde, and I had a little bit of curls in it, so my mom didn't have the heart to, to cut it that often. 
So my sandy blonde, a little bit probably too long uh, with a little bit of curl hair in it was was flowing behind me and I'm running down this thing just jumping back and forth from soft and bouncy sand to soft and bouncy sand. And so at one point I came up to a waterfall. The waterfall must have been probably it, it was decently tall. It was like 6 or 8 feet tall, but the sand that we were running on it was so soft and so bouncy that I kind of slowed down and looked at it and I just went ahead and jumped off of it. I jumped, I landed in this forgiving soil and kind of rolled over and came up and I was pretty happy. Like, I mean, I I felt like I was John Wayne (laughs) just, you know, running from outlaws or maybe chasing outlaws, one or the other, whatever it was, I was feeling pretty good about myself. So I came up and then all of a sudden I looked at the sides of the bank and now these dry sides that went up instead of four or five feet, now that I had dropped off of this little waterfall, now they were like 10 or 12 feet high up there. And I thought, whoa, I'm kind of stuck down in here. But I looked, oh, maybe it gets better. And I looked downstream and downstream, it just got worse. The level of the stream kept getting lower and lower. And so the sides just kept getting taller and taller downstream. And so my jubilance all of a sudden became fear and anxiety. And I thought, oh boy, how am I going to get out of here? I'm really worried about this. So my next step is I looked around and there were these dry roots and kind of dry vines that were poking out or coming down the edge of the creek bank, which is really straight up. It's really like a, like a cliff. When, when it's created with a flood, then the flood cuts it really in a, in a straight up cliff-like vertical wall. And then it dries out pretty quickly. Whereas the bottom of the stream, it'll stay moist, moist for a while. The banks dry out really quickly. So I went over and I grabbed one of these dry roots that was coming out of the side of this dry bank. And I gave it a yank and it just broke right off and it came down and kind of coiled like a rope at my feet and a clod of this dry bank plopped right there at my feet. I thought, oh, sheesh. And so I went over and I I tried a couple more where I tried to kind of like grab one and then grab another one and kind of try to use my feet a little bit and start to climb out. And they just broke and they just came out and they came out. And so I had to jump back down to not fall. And then these dry vines just fell at my feet and the dry clods from the bank just fell there, there at my feet. And it it was almost like just a reminder of like, you're having fun down here in this moist, luscious, little bouncy turf that you've been playing on. But the sides, there's no, no getting out of that. That's a different environment than what you've had before. So the truth is, I was really scared. I, I really was. In my little boy mind, I was terrified that I was never going to get out of this place. I had tried a couple different times to see if I could climb out. I went over to the waterfall because technically that was the shortest distance I would have to climb up. But it had this film of moss over it. And so it was really, really, really slick. And I, and, and I tried along the sides and I tried actually kind of where the little bit of a trickle of water was coming through. And 
and just didn't have any luck there. And so at that moment, this is where this has always been a spiritual story for me because I had been taught that I mean, we read in the Bible that people will hear the voice of God the Father from the heavens, and we know Jesus walked on the earth, but there's this other member of the Godhead called the Holy Ghost that if we'll pray, then even if we don't get a manifestation or get a or get a voice out of heaven, that maybe we can get the voice of God just through this this still small voice called the the Holy Ghost. So I thought, all right, well, I'm going to pray for help here. And I so I prayed and it was just an impression in my mind, just a thought that came with clarity and confidence into my mind that said to try the dry vines again. And so this is a pretty special experience for me just because I had heard that the Holy Ghost can talk to you with maybe an inclination of your heart or maybe a, a, a feeling or an emotion that gives you directance and, and guidance, or in this case, an impression on your mind. And I also want to make another corollary here. When I compare then to now, I had never heard the phrase that I feel like gets repeated at every conference I've ever been to in the last 15 years where somebody says something to the effect of doing the same thing again, hoping for a different result is the definition of insanity. And I can understand where they're coming from. I'm a believer in trying something new. I'm a believer in trying something different. Or, But there's also a bit of baggage that comes with that statement. They're like, oh, if I've tried this before, I don't dare try again because why would it be any different this time around? And in my young mind, I did not have that doubtful baggage associated with trying something again. So I think that's an important concept, one that's worth ruminating on just a little bit. From there, because I did not have this doubtful baggage, I actually had faith. I actually had a different attitude, a different perspective of this time. I thought, okay, this is going to work. Let me go do this. And that's a big difference to come at that from a perspective of faith, that this must be able to work. So I went over to the wall and I kind of studied it for a minute, picked a, b- a bunch of branches that I would, that I could, not branches, they were roots and vines that were pretty dried out that I could potentially grab a hold of. And then I, I got a hold of the first one that was low down and went for it. And how it ended up happening, it, it was neat. It was like a, a movie experience, a little miracle just for me where I would lift myself up with my right arm, and just as I could grab a hold of another vine with my left hand, the right one would break, and then I would let go of it. It would, it would start to fall, and I could pull up just enough to get a hold of, of a, a couple of vines with my, with my right hand, and then right as my left one would break away, I would let go of those, and then reach up with my left hand and, and grab a, a, a root just as the, the vines on the right would, would, would break away. And it probably took eight or eight or ten of these, and I just kept scrambling up the side until I got to the top. And at this time, it was it was the springtime of year, so the grass was was growing along the banks there, and and it was tall. It's not like manicured grass; it's just you know some some wild grass that was like six or eight inches tall. I just remember reaching my hand up over the top and feeling the moisture of that grass. And then I pulled the other arm up, and then I pulled myself up, and I just I rolled over 
and laid there on my back in this grass, looking up through the trees that lined the bank, uh, seeing the sun coming through and the green grass and just feeling so grateful that this had worked. And that in my little, little boy mind, like I just saved my life. And it was it was a wonderful, wonderful experience, one that I have thought back to from a spiritual perspective many times has given me strength and insight. And then I'm laying there on my back, and I was super overwhelmed with gratitude. So then I rolled over on my knees and told God the Father in heaven, you know, thanks for answering my prayer. This was really, really sweet. So there's, there's some good spiritual connections there. Here's what's been on my mind. Many of you, there are so many good, good, good people out there that are pretty discouraged about the retirement planning aspect. They have been putting off, maybe it's retirement planning, or maybe you have been putting off just really getting a budget in order, or maybe it's debt reduction. Maybe you got uh, a, a bunch of debt, and so you're just really discouraged about digging yourself out of that, that hole. And when you think about trying to improve, the thought comes into your head, well, I've already tried that. I want to give you permission to try it again. Try it again with a different perspective, with a different attitude. Have an attitude that this can work. Maybe it's, maybe it's budget stuff or debt reduction stuff. You've got resources like Dave Ramsey or local equivalents of, of Dave Ramsey. In every city, there's somebody that does like a personalized, their own version, but it's more of a, a personal debt or, or, or budget consulting. Search those folks out. Maybe it's the Dave Ramsey course. Search them out and start down that path, only start down it with a different perspective. If you're upper middle class and you've got some assets built up towards retirement, but you're not quite sure if it's enough or how that works, then the Retire Confidently program that I'm going to be launching here pretty soon, that's perfect for you to get a clear game plan in place to be able to accomplish it. So that's all for this week. I just want to give you permission. If you find yourself during this week thinking, oh, I've tried that before and your brain goes to doubt, then just think of this little story and be like, you know what? Tilton actually gave me, gave me a reminder. Gave, told me a little story that will help me give my brain permission to try it again, only try it again from a different attitude. Because you won't be doing the same thing again, expecting a different result. If you have a different perspective, if you have a different attitude, you are a different person. So you're not doing the same thing again. You're doing something different. So I wanted to leave that with you. Thanks for joining me. Have a great week. Hey folks, one last thing. If you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to. We have drastically changed the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program and then click sign up and then put in the discount code podcast, podcast, all caps. You're going to be blown away at the price that you'll pay for what a program that could massively change your retirement outlook, your confidence towards your retirement, and make thousands, ten thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Don't miss this. 
take advantage of it right now. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. Click sign up. Use the discount code podcast in all caps. And for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out, you can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.